future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Oh man, so much has happened this week. It's Friday here in London. Um, I think the best place to start is with the levels. So Bitcoin's currently trading at $6,461, up 1% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's currently trading at $298, that's up 1.5%. We have Ripple currently trading at 31 cents that's up nearly seven percent in the last 24 hours bitcoin cash 536 dollars eos four dollars 80 that's up one percent and we also have cardano at 10 cents and that's up 30 percent as well i want to give a special mention and shout out to cortex which is currently trading at 47 pence and or cents for that matter and that's up 80 percent in the last 24 hours so they've done incredibly well there so let's jump into what's been going on. A lot's been happening this week as we've been reporting on. And if you haven't already, definitely check out our minute video we've been putting up on YouTube where myself and our content king, aka Marco, have been serving it up cold. We called the video series Gone in 60 Seconds. If you haven't already, check it out. And the way to do that is going to www.youtube.com forward slash Crypto. Or you can just type in SVK Crypto into YouTube. Whatever you prefer. Check it out. We've been doing that daily because that's just what we do. We deliver up daily. Weekly is not going to work. We've got to do things daily. And um, yes, yeah, a huge success and it keeps on growing. So thank you all who have checked it out. And if you haven't, definitely, definitely check that out. So let's get down to business. So to kick things off today, I think it's worth going through one of the top stories, which is Coinbase wins patent for secure Bitcoin payment system. So let's find out more. So a newly published Coinbase patent seeks to protect a way of making Bitcoin purchases more secure for customers. In the filing published August 14th, the US-based cryptocurrency exchange outlined how it could develop a payment portal which would allow users to pay using Bitcoin directly from their wallet. It may be a security concern for users that the private keys of their Bitcoin addresses may be stolen from their wallets, the patent stated. Existing systems do not provide a solution for maintaining security over private keys, while still allowing the users to check out on a merchant page and making payments using their wallet. The system, as described, sets a key ceremony that creates key shares that are combined into an operational master key encrypted with the user's passphrase that can be made basically publicly available and deleted after use the operational master key is used for private key encryption during checkout as well as for transaction signing when a payment is made what the filing calls freeze logic is employed by the process a security measure that automatically halts transactions if an administrator chooses to suspend the system. The patent explains, at any point in time after the master key is loaded, the system can be frozen. The system can be unfrozen after it has been frozen using keys from the initial key ceremony. The checkout process can be carried out when the process or the system is frozen. And when the system is frozen, the payment process can be carried out when the system is unfrozen. 
The patent goes on to note that the system only includes an API key, meaning different websites would be able to launch their own version in the portal. The API key would have two parts. One would be specific to the host server, while the other be stored on the system developed by Coinbase. The two keys would have to match for a transaction to go through, adding another layer for sec of security for customers. This is interesting. And the reason why this is interesting is because what Coinbase are doing is they're not only acquiring lots of cool tech companies at the minute that are going to add value to the security side of things. Because if you're on an exchange, one of the biggest concerns is security. Because as we know, CoinCheck, $534 million hack earlier this year, there's a lot of different security concerns for customers, especially if you look back in the history, you've got Mount Gox kind of kick things off. And, you know, CoinCheck, and there's been other notable hacks out there. Security's big, and they've been acquiring lots of firms that are hopefully going to help them out in that area. But what they're really trying to do as well is keep all users' crypto in the Coinbase ecosystem. Now, if you think about it, it's kind of like what Amazon is doing or has done successfully, is that if you're an Amazon shopper buying a book, you can now buy a pen you can buy a laptop you can buy anything you possibly imagine and then you can also watch a film on the same website and what coinbase are trying to do is they're trying to incubate all customers not only to attract new customers but to attain the ones they have to keep their crypto with them to trust coinbase be the the number one trust um facilitator and the number one go-to exchange i guess is the is the fair way to say it in the crypto space and they make it super easy I think at the minute, if you have if you have someone who doesn't really know much about cryptocurrency or how everything works, it's an absolute pain. And I really state pain. I mean, we will have friends or family members who have tried to go through the process, and they just give up with with some of the accounts out there. I'm not going to mention any names, but with Coinbase, it's easy. I mean, it's like signing up for an email address. It's it's super simple, super easy. And what they're doing is is they're being they're able to attract new people in the market. And what they're trying to do now is make sure they stay within the Coinbase ecosystem. Because as we all know, lots of people who hold Bitcoin, there's only a small amount of people that actually trade and exchange with it because it's more of a store of value. It's gold 2.0, the digital gold. So it's interesting that they've done this. And you're going to see, I predict, you're going to see more and more stories coming out like this. Um, and, and they're going to be doing lots of more cool features that they're going to be implementing and building out. And while we're on the subject of Coinbase, you know I've got to give a shout out. I'm going to give a big shout out to Nicole, who is part of the Coinbase team here in London and also a fan of the show. While we are on the subject of exchanges, I think it's worth noting that what is known as an altcoin purge has been happening. So let's jump in. So... Altcoin purges beginning as OKX delists 28 pairs. To maintain a healthy trading environment and pleasant trading experience on OKX, the exchange posted on its blog, our auditing team has carried out comprehensive monitoring on the market and projects. We discovered that some projects have met the token delisting slash hiding thresholds stated in the OKX token delisting hiding guideline. So OKX was careful to know that tokens will be delisted, delisted 
um, the 12th or midday August 17th, 2018, asking exchange users, cancel your pending orders before the delisting or they will be canceled with your assets returned to your spot account by the system automatically after delisting. Some of the tokens that were excluded, one was LA token, um, another was um, Reed, which I, I believe Reed is a, um, let's have a look. So what is Reed? I've never heard of Reed. Reed the Reed token is something to do with, with an, a new up and coming, I don't know, book facility or something like that. And that's been delisted. These, these are ones that have been delisted against Tether. So there's 28 altogether. And there's a couple of being delisted against Tether. Swarm Fund, I believe, has been delisted. A couple against um, tokens listed next to Ethereum, they've been delisted. And we've had some listed next to Bitcoin, which have been delisted. I, I mean, to be honest, you probably never really heard of any of the tokens um, out there. Um, well, it basically goes on to continue that the Hong Kong-based exchange has been around since 2014, focusing on cryptocurrency at a global scale. Its claim to fame is providing a myriad of futures and trading pairs. It is also of late a very controversial figure in the space, routinely cited as a major exchange by volume. At least one report concluded much of that volume is faked or ghost, underrated. OKX is expanding to Malta under a memorandum of understanding, and the company has rolled out its own version of an ETF. So even more recently still, OKX again courted controversially with its socialized clawback position. It punishes innocent users, impacting them with others' bad investment decisions through a 17% tax by the exchange in a complicated turn of events. I mean, that's pretty brutal. Along with delisting pairs, it's also hiding tokens, by which means hidden tokens will not be displayed on your R token trading list and charts. They can still be found to trade by entering in its ticker in the search field. By the way, that's pretty that's pretty similar to like not even being on this exchange together. So last but not least, OKX noted, in order to protect the interest of our users as well as the industry, we will strictly monitor all listed projects and implement the delisting hiding mechanisms for unsubstantial projects. Um, I mean, where to begin with this, right? I mean, I, I, like, f first thing off, I think we should talk about the volume issue that OKX had, right? Um, OKX had a massive volume issue because people were faking, or they were faking volume figures. And one of the reasons they were faking volume figures is because these altcoins were so freaked out that they were going to get delisted and it would ruin their whole... I mean, when, when a coin is delisted, it's normally a really bad sign that the coin isn't doing so well. So they were so freaked out by this that they were faking volume figures, buying and selling on the exchange. And I'm sure OKX were like part of that whole that whole routine as well. Not like maybe not giving them trade, you know, trade um, commissions or maybe like wiping that out for certain accounts. They can basically just trade, trade their own asset and it costs them nothing buying and selling big orders. And what the, yeah, like that's one of the reasons that happened. OKX knew about it, and then volume figures were faked. They came to one of the top exchanges. People were like, who are these guys? Looked into it, and you know, it turns out the, the volume figures were fake. But to pay to get listed on OKX, and then to have volume figures depreciate because, it, like, they're just maybe not, like maybe not being that many traders who are like that active on on altcoins there to to actually buy buy. Um, to buy their token or coin. Then, after that turn of events, they delist you because no one's trading you and you, you're slowing everything down. 
it's pretty bad. I mean, for starters, they should have a better due diligence process when enabling tokens or coins on the exchange to start with. And something that Bitfinex, Coinbase, and you know, lots of other big exchanges do is they don't just tr like let anything trade on the exchange. Oh yeah, not a problem. You want to pay me a million dollars? Done. Come on the exchange. They have a a, a, view, a a grueling process. Once you go through that process, they want to commit. They want to have you there. They want to have the ability for their clients to buy you because they know they've done the work and they know you're a legit project. They know that you're going to be around. And I think for OKX to just list anything and then decide like later, later on down the line, oh, you know what? We're going to delist you. We're going to hide you. And by the way, they're not the only one that does this. Binance does this as well. I think that it incentivizes fake volume figures. But at the end of the day, they're an exchange. They need people to trade your, your coin, your altcoin. And if no one is, then you know they're going to delist you. But I think they should have better vetting processes from the start. And I think that that's something that should be implemented of lots of these smaller type exchanges all around the world. I mean, this topic itself is interesting and there's great discussions going down in our Telegram. If you haven't already, you got to join. If you're not in our Telegram group, I don't know what you're doing. And if you don't have Telegram, download it now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on the line while we do this. We're going to be in this together. So if you pull up your phone and then you type in Telegram, your app should appear. Click on the app, click on chats, scroll up. You should see a search bar at the top and type in SVK crowd. Boom, click on that, join, you're in. And that's the, how we do business and that's the way to roll. Well, listen, it's a Friday here. I'm gonna wrap things up. Thank you for your time and attention as always. We have lots of special shows coming up, lots of interviews that are being lined up. We have lots of influential people in the space. So let's make this happen. That's a wrap. I gotta bounce. Have a phenomenal day wherever you are in the world. Thank you once again for your time and attention. That's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on CSTory at SVKcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website www.svkcrypto.com.